Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 50, and I mean, wow, what what a way to have episode 50 by doing the big old WrestleMania weekend review and stand and deliver, because why not? They threw in NXT stand and deliver as well, so... Hopefully everybody enjoyed their WrestleMania weekend. I thought it was, uh, I had a great weekend. It was a lot of fun. So, so much wrestling going on this weekend. I mean, not only was it WrestleMania, you got the Stand and Deliver. You got the Ring of Honor Supercard. Like, it was out of control. I didn't get to watch all of the Supercard just yet, but I will I will mention right now, I did see Dante breaking his leg in the ladder match. That was absolutely freaking gruesome, so... And, uh, yeah, I heard about, uh, him breaking, I heard about someone breaking their leg in that ladder match, and, uh, it was Dante or Ray Phoenix were the two guys that, like, I was begging it wasn't going to be one of those two, it ended up being Dante, so I'm devastated by this, I hope he, uh, is going to be okay, and he's able to return at a, at a reasonable time, timeline, but, um, yeah, that was gruesome, that was a really bad, uh, injury right there for Dante, but, let's get into... The, the review of this whole entire weekend. So I'm going to go through Stand and Deliver, WrestleMania Night 1 and Night 2. We're going to go through all of it. So let's just start with NXT Stand and Deliver. Show kicks off with the ladder match for the Women's NXT Championship. Got Tiffany Stratton, Gigi Dolan, Valkyrie, or Lyra Valkyrie. I have no idea. There's too many Valkyries. Starks, Hartwell, and Roxanne Perez. We got the uh, helicopter ladder spot right out of the... Well, not right out of the gate, but we got that going on. I think it was Gigi that had it on her head. She's spinning around. She falls down, but she recovers and gives everybody a smack in the head with the ladder. So that was good. Zoe Starks gets kicked into Indy Hartwell. They crash really hard into the ladder. I mean, ow, that freaking hurts. Gigi is about to grab the title, but then JC Jane knocks her off of the ladder. Her former friend, her former partner, now enemies, ruins the match for poor Gigi. She goes crashing onto another ladder, and that was a really, really nasty bump. That's a thumbs up. Indy then knocks Tiffany off the ladder. She does, like, a flip dive onto all the women on the outside. I mean, holy shit that was a scary as hell fall but that was that was an incredible spot that's a double thumbs up right there well done tiffany dexter loomis appears out of nowhere and he lifts indy hartwell lifts her up to the ladder she grabs the title and we have a new nxt women's champion it is indy hartwell wow that that is awesome i love that finish Awesome for Indy Hartwell. I mean, that that is a pleasant surprise of a victor right there, but well-deserved. She's been really uh, good over the last few few months, I would say, and she got added into this match really late, so uh, well done. Uh, very good ladder match. I thought they used the ladder a lot. They're using it in numerous spots. Maybe it wasn't the cleanest ladder match overall. It was a little bit clunky here and there, but man, some of those spots looked better than others, especially that Tiffany Stratton one. That was out of control. I did not see that coming. She just freaking went for it. It was awesome. And I would give her, that was the best spot of the match by far. Excellent job. And I thought that was a really good ladder match. A lot of fun. Good opening match. Seven and a half out of thing. And I predicted that Perez was going to retain her championship. I was incorrect, and that is going to be a theme throughout the night of me getting being wrong. 
We got the triple threat tag team match. It is the Creed Bros versus the family of Tony D and Stax versus Gallus for the NXT Tag Team Championships. So Stax misses a senton on Wolfgang pretty badly. I believe that was on the outside. Camera angle did not do that any favors, so I don't know. It made me laugh. Creed's attempting a double doomsday with Stax and Coffee on their shoulders. I mean, looks amazing, but it goes really badly, man. I mean, they miss the jump. I think um, Brutus completely just whiffs the jump. Everyone just goes tumbling down really awkwardly. It was bad. It was an ugly spot. And then a returning Joe Coffey comes back to save his brother from losing the match. Gallus hit their finisher, pins, and retains their championships. I mean, huh, I, was, uh, I wasn't expecting uh, that. Uh, pretty good start to the match on this one. It had, like, really good pace and everything was going well, but there were some real um, glaring botches throughout this match that really took away from, from the match overall to me. And honestly, that, that finish was pretty flat. And, uh, yeah, I was honestly let down by this match. I was expecting a banger out of this one, possibly even a show stealer. But, um, yeah, it wasn't that good. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 10. I predicted that Gallus... I predicted that not Gallus was going to win. I literally said, uh, rather the Creeds or... Or the family to win. So I'm, I'm doing really, really badly on my predictions so far. We move on to the next match. We got the Fatal 5-Way North American Championship open challenge match thing it's wesley defending against Ilya dragunov jd mcdonough dragon lee and axiom i mean oh my goodness dude the level the talent in the ring right now is out of control so we got wesley he's having a little one-on-ones with everybody in the ring he goes one-on-one with jd one-on-one with axiom i really really liked how that was going down that's a thumbs up Dragunov prevents JD from winning the match, catching the referee's arm on the three count. That was awesome. JD and Dragunov then have a really intense stare-off. They start whooping the shit out of each other. uh, Dragunov's forehead gets busted open, so we got a little bit of blood. Uh, Wild diving stomp from Dragon onto Wesley. I mean, holy shit, that was scary. Dragon takes a rough fall to the floor after uh, doing that move, but he seems to be okay. Wesley backflips right into a kick to the face. I mean, how you doing? That was fantastic. That's a thumbs up. We got an unreal springboard DDT by Axiom on JD McDonough, dude. Like, oh my god. He does that so perfectly. Like, I thought that can only be done in the video games. But this dude, wow. What a what a move. That's a thumbs up. Dragunov connects with the running kick. But he eats a kick from Wesley at the exact same time. Wesley pins and retains his championship i mean my goodness what a freaking match really actually lived up to i think it almost exceeded the hype for me this was excellent i love the hatred between jd mcdonough and Dragunov throughout the match i mean that was awesome give me those two one-on-one every single day amazing high flying from basically everyone everyone had some really nice high flying spots selling from everyone was out of control i mean oh my goodness and I thought all the superstars had really great moments as well. My MVP personally was Dragunov out there. He is just a psychopath. He is so intense. Love that guy in the ring. Really good. Unreal performance from everybody overall. And this is a 9 out of 10. This was a fantastic match. Really, really up my alley, man. These are these are extremely talented wrestlers right here. Probably, if not the most talented guys that they have in the WWE right now in terms of in-ring abilities they're just out of control jd mcdonough is 
I think he's the whole package, man. He's got the amazing mic skills, incredible in the ring. He could tell a really good story. Wow. I also predicted, predicted that J.D. McDonough would win. I was incorrect on that one as well. But 9 out of 10, this match was awesome. Grayson Waller versus Johnny Gargano in an unsanctioned match. Match. Oh, boy. Johnny wastes no time. He nails Waller with a chair right away. He just goes right for the weapons. He ain't wasting any time, and I love that. Gargano then runs headfirst into a trash can lid, and the selling there was so funny. He just goes, like, dead limp, like, midair and just crashes to the ground. Love it. Thumbs up for that. Johnny suplexes Waller onto a bunch of chairs. I mean... Wow, that was painful. He's got about six chairs just all sat up, and he gets a, takes a big suplex. And, dude, the welts and the bruises that Waller uh, starts to form throughout the rest of the match after that spot. Whoo, baby, he took a nasty fall right there. That's, that's a thumbs up. That's just gnarly. Grayson then power bombs Gargano through a table. Waller yells at Candice in the crowd. She blows a gasket. She runs in, starts whacking the shit out of Waller with a kendo stick. I mean, there you go. Waller hits a coast-to-coast on Johnny with a trash can onto his head. I mean, awesome. Gargano puts Waller through the announce table. Then they trade nut shots with each other. Gargano goes zero dark 30. He just goes to a dark, dark place. He starts blasting Waller with multiple chair shots, locks in the Gargano escape, and Grayson Waller taps out. Whew! Goodness gracious, what a battle. I mean, Johnny Gargano just releasing all of the anger out. I mean, even Grayson Waller. He was pretty intense in this match as well. Neither of them holding back. They really whooped the shit out of each other. It was really good. Grayson, like I said, he has a bunch, like a bunch of really nasty bruises and welts all over his back. Like that, sh- that chair's bump spot, that was brutal, man. The way he landed on that chair, oh, he is going to be feeling that for quite some time. Tons of near falls throughout the match, and I thought they used a lot of weapons. Really, really fun match. I thought it was really a great match. Eight out of 10. And yes, I predicted Grayson Waller would win, and I was incorrect yet again. We got Alba Fire and Isla Dawn versus Kiana James, Fallon Henley with Briggs and Jensen. This is for the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. We got Fire. She dives onto Kiana on her way to the ring. So that that was pretty that made me laugh. I like that. She's like, oh fuck, there she goes. She's she's diving through the air. It's on. Kiana and Henley hit a nice power bomb drop kick combo move. I like that. Kiana asks for her purse, but Briggs argue, argues with Jensen not to give it to her. Alba and Dawn with the backstabber swanton bomb combo. Pins and new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. It is Dawn and Fire. Um, match was decent. I don't know. I'm not re- like I said, like I said numerous times, not a fan of this Kiana and Henley relationship or them as a team. And it looks like I guess the fans and NXT management have have responded. They're they're done as champions. It really was not a long reign as champions at all. I think this was even their first defense, and they didn't even get a defense under their belt. So yeah, I'm. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a really good. Um, program with these two. I don't know where it's going to go onward. More than likely, they're just going to end up fighting with each other, and maybe they're going to split up Brooks and Jensen, which, I mean, or sorry, Briggs and Jensen, which, eh, I mean, I like them as a tag team, but I don't know. There's other better tag teams, but it is what it is. We'll see where it goes. Overall, I'm not that interested in this, but I did predict that Alba Fire and Dawn were going to win, so that's my first correct prediction. 
and we got uh, it is now time for the main event it is Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship Carmelo trips up on the springboard just a little bit of an oopsie right there the crowd audibly just goes oh like <laughs> we we wanted Trick Williams to, or uh, sorry not Trick Carmelo to have a really nice awesome match but a little bit of a mistake there it's okay Trick gets kicked out of the match after getting caught by the referee, so now we're uh, just straight up one-on-one. Breaker runs up to the top, hits a really nice Frankensteiner on Carmelo, makes that look easy. I mean, that was really nicely done. Braun spears Carmelo and, and the referee by accident, so we got a ref bump. Trick returns to clock Braun with the belt. Melo pins and Braun kicks out of that. Braun goes for the military press, but Carmelo counters into a code breaker, hits the leg drop on the top of the head from the top rope, pins and new NXT champion. It is Carmelo Hayes. Oh, damn. Uh, match overall, I mean, a really slow start, but ramped up a bit for a few nice spots throughout, but mostly a really kind of safe and standard Braun breaker match. Nothing really too crazy about it, but it wasn't bad. Six out of ten for the match. Braun Breaker hands over the title to Carmelo and raises his hand in celebration. I predicted that Braun Breaker was going to win this match, but I am very, very pleasantly surprised that Carmelo gets the title win here. That is awesome. Uh, And the show's over. It was a good show. Pretty deadly. Didn't add all that much to the show overall for me. They were hosting. They had a couple little segments here, but I don't know. Really just didn't do a whole lot for me personally. Uh, the NXT men's tag was uh, a big disappointment for me, man. I, I had a lot of high hopes for that. I mean, Creep Bros are legit. I really like Gallus. And uh, yeah, it just didn't hit the way that I wanted it to. But I guess it's kind of nice that uh, Coffee is back. Uh, it's been a while for him. So good to see, uh, I think it's Joe. Joe Coffee back. Good for him. Fatal 5-Way was my favorite match of the night. I mean, just a stupid, stupid uh, display of unbelievable athletic abilities and wrestling talent by five of i would say the most talented superstars they have in nxt possibly on the whole roster especially jd mcdonough and Ilya dragunov those two are insane uh show had some surprise winners for me i mean indy hartwell that was a very pleasant surprise i think she is uh well deserving of that title we'll see how she does with the championship it does suck that perez isn't the champion anymore i i did i do have a feeling that uh, I don't think it's going to be very good for her, this loss. I think it's going to do, um, it's going to take her a while to get back on track after this one, but um, she's still extremely young. She's only 21 years old, I think, still. So, future is still pretty bright for Roxanne Perez. But, yeah, overall, her title reign was was not really all that great. Kind of hoping that we get Cora Jade back. There was a little bit of a video promo thing there with her in it, so hopefully she's on her way back soon. But, Overall, I really like the ending there with Carmelo getting the championship. Thought it was a good show. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And on the prediction side, it went 1 for 6. So I'm absolutely fucking terrible. I don't know what happened with Stand and Deliver, bro. I just, I did not have my finger on the pulse, I guess, on that one. So maybe we'll try again. Let's let's try with um, WrestleMania 39, Night 1, baby. This is... This is it, baby. This is this is the biggest wrestling event of the year, and now it is a two freaking night event. Um, not really a big fan of the two night event. I think um, it worked out well to th- this weekend, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a little bit too much, honestly. But um, let's just get into it, man. WrestleMania 39, night one. 
in Los Angeles, the SoFi Stadium. They claim there's over 80,000 people in attendance. So, I don't know. WWE's always fluffed up their numbers. So, take it for what it is. But the stage, I thought, looked really cool. Got the massive ramp. It's freaking these, like, LED stairs going down. I thought it looked good. All the screens and everything. Not the most incredible uh, stage we I've ever seen. But I thought it looked good. Looked cool. With all the screens and the videos playing. Yeah, it did the job. It did the job. And we got The Miz and Snoop Dogg. They welcome the crowd to WrestleMania, getting everybody all hyped up. They do the, the song or whatever it is. We're not talking about that. So let's get into the opening match of WrestleMania. It is Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States Championship. And even though there are over 75,000 people in the arena, I can still hear so clearly John Cena calling out his spots. I heard him so vivid. I heard him so loud saying, counter this. All right, sleeper hold that. Like, oh my God, John, you, you'd never change. Hilarious. Ref gets knocked out during the FU. Cena puts on the STFU on Theory. Theory taps out immediately, but the ref is not there to see it. John Cena lets go of the hold thinking that he's won. Theory then hits a low blow, hits Cena with the A-Town down, pins and wins. That's it. Crowd was having fun with John Cena. They're doing the chants. Cena sucks. Let's go, Cena. Good to see that again. That was fun. But the match overall, I mean, kind of underwhelming. Wasn't anything special other than a, a John Cena nostalgia trip. No really major spots. There was really no, not all that much drama after John Cena dropping one of the just burial promos on Austin Theory. Yeah, this one was a little bit of a letdown. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. It was just kind of fine. Um, not really the match I would have put on first. Not a not an opening match, but it got the crowd hyped up enough anyway. It was decent. And I, I predicted Austin Theory. I got that correct. We got Titus World. <laughs> I call him Titus World Slide, but uh, Titus O'Neil he joins commentary for the Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match. It is the Viking Raiders versus Alpha Academy versus Ricochet and Braun Strowman versus the Street Profits. So this is a no DQ match. So all teams are going absolutely nuts. They're brawling with each other. There's like tags aren't aren't really a thing. It's not a tornado tag, but everyone's just kind of in there brawling with each other. Really fun. Gable hits an incredible rolling deadlift German suplex on Braun Strowman. I mean, wow, that that was fucking awesome. And that set the crowd into a frenzy, man. They loved it as well. Thumbs up for that. Braun Strowman hits a massive top rope splash. Braun Strowman off the top rope. Yes, you heard that correctly. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. And then we get an insane Tower of Doom spot with everybody. Big old car wreck of a spot right there. That was also awesome. Thumbs up again for that. Otis is sweating through his outfit. I mean, oh my god, dude. He's got the ass sweat. He's wearing yellow, so it's just like so visible and like, oh, oh my goodness. Dawkins then stonewalls Braun Strowman on the outside while he's doing the express run. Just absolutely football tackles him. He goes down hard. That was fucking hilarious. Ricochet then with a outrageous springboard shooting star press. He does one too many though. He does another one. He eats the knees from Dawkins. And then a splash from Ford. The Street Profits win the match and they pick up the huge WrestleMania win. Oh wow. That should have been the opening match, man. That was an a, a pure adrenaline shot of a match. That was 
spectacular. That was awesome. Strowman and Ricochet out there were out of control, man. Like, Braun Strowman, wow. What a performance from him. Off the top rope, doing, like, technical spots, funny spots. Yes, that was awesome. Ricochet as well, man. Like, wow, those two were excellent out there. Crowd was blown away. Very, very entertaining match. This should have been the opening match. That would have set WrestleMania on the on the really right path down the... Wow, that was awesome. 8 out of 10, really uh, exciting match. This one hurts me. I predicted the Viking Raiders were going to win. And I don't know, man. Like, the second this match began, I was like, well, obviously the Street Profits are going to win. I don't know why I didn't pick the Street Profits. I was just, this one I just thought about a little bit too hard. Now we got Logan Paul. He is here for WrestleMania. He is taking on Seth freaking Rollins. So Logan gets a really cool entrance. He comes down on the zip line he got for his birthday. And he's got a person dressed up as the, the bottle of Prime, his energy drink or something. So pretty cool entrance right there. Kind of reminiscent of Shawn Michaels. Not as awesome, but it was funny. Seth has a conductor come out to lead the crowd in the singing of his song. Seth is dressed like the pink Michelin man. I don't know what the fuck that outfit was. He looks ridiculous. Logan leaps to the top rope, but Seth avoids the moonsault. Pretty awesome right there. The Prime Bottle saves Logan while Seth Rollins has him on the announce table. Um, the Prime Bottle reveals to be KSI. So a uh, popular YouTuber. I'm, I know of him, but I, I'm not really familiar with what he does. Anyway, they play Seth Rollins on the, on the announce table. Logan jumps off of the top rope, but Seth Rollins pulls KSI onto the table, and Logan puts his own buddy through the announce table. Fucking awesome spot right there. The Logan Paul with the theatrics on the jump and KSI's face getting pulled in at the last second. That was awesome. That was freaking awesome. Thumbs up for that. Seth then hits the pedigreed on Logan Paul, but Logan kicks out of the pedigree? Oh my god. Seth hits a super kick on Logan midair, hits the stomp, pins, and wins. I mean, damn dude, another good entertaining match from Logan Paul. I mean, it was it was good. I liked it. Perfect opponent in Seth Rollins. I mean, Seth Rollins will have a good match with anybody. He's going to be really, he's going to take care of you out there. And I really thought the Prime Bottle was going to be uh, Jake Paul, or sorry, Logan Paul's brother, Jake Paul. But, I mean, props to KSI. He he sold the spots really well. And uh, he was funny with the, with the facials and stuff. And his selling was great. Even after the match, he was still completely knocked out. And uh, in, in the carnage of the table spot. So really well done right there. I thought the match was good. Gonna give it a 7 out of 10. I predicted that Seth Rollins would win. And I was correct. We move on now to the six women tag team matches. Damage Control, Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai. Versus Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus. So I must I must say before we even get into the match, really awesome seeing Lita rocking out with the tag team title on her entrance in front of like 80,000 people. I love that visual, man. I mean, Lita and Trish, they deserve it so bad. I'm so happy that they're here, able to experience this. So really awesome stuff right here. I mean, all the women look really, really good. All their makeup and the hair looks awesome. Trish Stratus brought her chest so everyone can see it from space because holy jumping Trish, you, uh, you're looking big. You're looking really big. Anyway, uh, the match begins. We got a really unique corner move by Lita and then a vertigo. The selling from EO on that vertigo was 
excellent. She just absolutely flagpoles herself. EO Sky, you are awesome. Thumbs up for that. We got a cool assisted... I'm, I'm going to call it the Stratosphere because I forget the name of that move when uh, Trish does the handstand in the corner and then pulls them off the rope. Whatever. It was cool. I liked it. Thumbs up. EO hits a big moonsault off of the top onto everybody. Awesome. Thumbs up for that. We got a chick kick from Trish. I, I'm. It made me laugh that they're still calling it the chick kick. I think that's awesome. Got a dual moonsault from Lita and an avalanche manhandle slam. Becky pins and wins. And a really nice nostalgic feel-good match right here. A tiny bit of rust on the Legends, I will admit, but on, on, on Lita and Trish, but not bad at all. Still a fun, a really fun match, man. Lita looks like she could stick around for another run right here. Like, I'm a little, I was a little bit surprised that, like, titles weren't on the line or anything. So, leads me to believe that maybe Lita is going to be sticking around. I would be all the way in for that. Uh, EO, though, oh my goodness, she was the MVP, MVP out there. She was awesome. Selling everything so good. She was awesome, man. Thumbs up for EO Sky. 6 out of 10 for the match. I thought it was really solid. And I predicted that the good girls were going to win. Beta, uh, Becky, Lita, and Trish. Beta. Uh, and I got that correct. So sweet. We got Bad Bunny. He joins commentary for the Dom Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio match. So, oh baby. Finally, we get to see these two fight each other. No, we don't get any stipulations or any gimmicks. No ladder match. No mask versus hair. Nothing like that. Just a straight up one-on-one -on -one match. So Dom comes out in a prison van rocking a Mysterio mask. It looks awesome, man. He looks so good with the mask on, but he takes it off. God damn it. Ray comes out to Eddie Guerrero's music. He's got the low rider. No hydraulics on the on the low rider, which disappoints me, but he does have Snoop Dogg driving him out. So I guess that's okay. The match begins. Ray smacks Dom's ass with his belt. Michael Cole is going absolutely out of control on commentary. He's loving. He's like, get him, Ray. Get him, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> so I love when Michael Cole does this. Dom complains to his real mom in the crowd, then splashes water in his sister's face. And oh my God, dude, he got her so good. He slams that water in her face, goes right in her mouth, all over her face. That was awesome. Hilarious. Thumbs up for that. Judgment Day appear around the ring just as Rey Mysterio is about to get his face planted in the corner by his son Dom, and that is exactly what happened, so that's good. Judgment Day interfere with Rey Mysterio like Gato run down to even up the odds. Dom removes the turnbuckle in the corner to distract the referee. Dom grabs a chain, but freaking Bad Bunny takes the chain away? What the heck? Ray hits the 619, the frog splash for the W. I mean, what the heck? Dang, Ray. Ray didn't do the job for his son. Didn't even put his own son over at WrestleMania. His heifer is not going to make it in the wrestling. Dom, though, I must say, he was extremely entertaining, just healing it up, especially against his family. I mean, the, the water spot against his sister was, was awesome. I was dying. Match was fine overall. Could have been a lot better, like I said. We, we really could have used the stipulation for this match. Retirement, mask versus hair, you name it. Any one, any, any one of those. That would have made this match so much better. Would have made it a mania caliber a mania caliber match other than this it was just kind of a standard one-on-one -on -one son versus father like yeah the storyline has been great but i think it needed a little bit more heat on it but 
Match was fine. It was a five and a half out of ten overall. I predicted that Dom was going to win because I feel like he should have won. I was wrong. We got Rhea Ripley now going against Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley gives the gives the suck it to a fan that has a, a Divas Championship. I thought that was really fucking funny, so I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Flair counters the Riptide into a lovely DDT. That was a really well done spot. That's a thumbs up. Rhea hits an avalanche German suplex. Flair with a really nice sell right there. She does the full backflip. Awesome. Flair tries to top that on the next German suplex, but she plants her face really hard on the mat. I mean, oh my god. They replayed that a solid three or four times. She just... I'm surprised she got up from that. That was a really, really nasty fall. Really brutal face plant, but the match continues. Charlotte now has a little boo-boo on her nose from that face plant. Flair tangled up with the referee. Rhea hits the riptide, but Flair kicks out of that. God damn it. Rhea fights back after a spear and figure four. Hits an avalanche riptide. Pins and new SmackDown Women's Champion. It is Rhea Ripley, baby. Oh, fuck yeah. They finally, thank God they did it, man. I would have been so pissed if they didn't give this to Rhea Ripley. Uh, excuse me. Slow start to the match, but... Man, did they have, they really draw they drew me into this match. I was like on the edge of my seat throughout this match. Um couple of really close near falls, man, like I said, had me popping. I was I was going crazy for this one a little bit. Uh physical match, like they were really kind of beating the crap out of each other throughout. Flair honestly could be concussed after that face plant, man, but I I'm I'm happy the match kept going. Like that was it was a scary fall. It was a brutal fall, but yeah, they kept going, put on a really good performance. A better match than I thought it was going to be. Well done. 7.5 out of 10. And I predicted that Rhea Ripley would win. I was correct. Now we have Snoop Dogg and The Miz. They announced the attendance for WrestleMania. It's like 83,000 or some shit. Just a stupid amount of people there. And then we get a surprise visit from... It's Pat McAfee, and of course, Michael Cole creams all over the 80,000 people in attendance. He's like, oh my god, I didn't know he was going to be here again. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Anyway, Pat wants to beat the Miz's ass right here, right now. They do the tiny balls thing, and Snoop Dogg makes the match official. So we got Pat McAfee versus the Miz. Miz eats a nice stiff kick midair from Pat. That was awesome, made me giggle. Awesome football man helps Pat in the crowd. I don't know. He plays football, and I don't remember his name, but he helped Pat. McAfee with a big dive off of the top. He falls hard on his back, but he's okay. He's okay. Punt kick to the Miz for the W for Pat McAfee. Funny little comedy match. Pat McAfee is now 2-0 at WrestleMania. And, um, yeah, nice cameo here from Pat. I'm not going to score the match. It was just a, a comedy spot, but it was a fun little moment. Fun little moment. Now we move on to the main event of night one. It is the Usos going up against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They are finally friends again, and they are going for the undisputed tag team championships. Um, we got a little Uzi Green sings out the Usos. I don't know who that is, but I, I wrote it down. Uh, we got the Olay chants ringing throughout the stadium for Sami Zayn. The match begins and Sammy hitting a brain buster on the apron on the Usos. I mean, whoo, goodness gracious, that's got to hurt. Usos getting absolutely pummeled with swanton bombs and splashes, but they just keep kicking out. Usos respond with a lot of stiff super kicks to the faces of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That's a thumbs up. 
Usos send Kevin Owens to the Shadow Realm, putting him through the not-Spanish announce table, just the regular announce table. Sammy is left all alone now for at this point. Usos hit the 1D, and Sammy kicks out at 2 and 7 eighths, bro. Like, that was, that was, I thought it was over right there for sure. I thought it was done. Not over yet. Jay slapping the shit out of Sammy, yelling at him, and then hits Sammy with his own finisher, the Haluva kick. The disrespect over here. Kevin Owens makes his way back into the match for the hot tag, hits the pop-up powerbomb, a stunner, and a haluva kick from Sammy, and the Usos kick out of that. Oh my god. Sammy hits three, count them, three haluva kicks on Jay. Kevin Owens hits a stunner on Jimmy, pins, and... New undisputed tag team champions. It is Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn, baby. Oh, fuck yes. That was epic. That was a epic performance. I mean, the storyline coming into this match is is the main event of this. The storyline has been incredible over the last months. The rise and fall of Sami Zayn in the bloodline and falling out with the bloodline. Friends and then enemies and then friends and enemies again with the Usos. Wow. Really, really epic match. Numerous times I thought this match was over. The the near falls were out of control. Honestly, maybe maybe one or two too many near falls started to um, take away from from them after a, after a few too many. If that makes any sense, uh, the intensity though off the charts in this match. The Usos were ridiculous. Sammy and Kevin ridiculous. Amazing storytelling. Great attention to details throughout this. We're probably gonna see a lot of video throughout the next few months and like oh this little moment here in the match where where Sammy did this to Jay like little things like that it's probably going to add a lot to the storyline going forward with this but um goddamn the little details Usos Kevin Owens and Sammy oh my god dude they deserve a WrestleMania main event and they showed us why right here I mean Usos have been just such an excellent tag team for so so long now i love that they get the wrestlemania main event i remember so many times that the usos and uh the new day would be on the pre-show and they would put on excellent matches on the pre-show arguably better matches than any of the matches on the main shows and now here they are a couple years later they get a main event no they don't win but man so deserving to have that wrestlemania main event we got the big emotional embrace for Sammy and Kevin Owens finally becoming tag team champions in the WWE for the first time. Big fireworks celebration to end off the night. This is an eight and a half out of ten. This was a great match. Uh, lots just emotional. Very good performance all around. I predicted that uh, camp that. Kevin Owens and Sammy were going to win this I predicted correctly and thankfully I was correct because oh we needed that as as a fan base we needed to see Sammy lifting up a title and Kevin Owens lifting up a title so even though it's not the universal title we got this and I'm happy and the show is over I thought it was a great start to the Wrestlemania weekend crowd was electric Good flow to the show, but like I said, I would have opened with that men's four-way tag team match. That was the gem of the night for me. That match was awesome. Uh, John Cena, in theory, was probably the most disappointing match for me of the night, but it was still enjoyable, so that just goes to show that I thought I thought the show, the whole night, the first night, was good. Uh, just wanted a little bit more out of my opening matches. I expect my opening matches for WrestleMania to be bangers, and I don't think they picked the right match here for the opening opening match. 
WWE has really improved, though, over the years with the uh, celebrities that they bring in the ring. Performances from Bad Bunny and Logan Paul have just been, oh man, so much better than the stuff we've been giving given over the last like 20, 30 years with celebrities. I mean, really, really good stuff. Best match for me, I would have to go with the main event. That, that long-term storytelling just really hit home with me. I've been watching it for years. Been watching the storyline week after week building. And yeah, I finally get my... Uh get my get what i want i get uh, i get the nice satisfying ending ending here i don't think it's over it's definitely not over between the bloodline kevin owens sammy zayn and all that but oh man it was so satisfying to see them get that get that win and i thought it was a really great night of wrestling eight out of ten for wrestlemania night one and went five out of seven on predictions not bad a lot better than nxt all right let's go to night two baby WrestleMania Night 2, they open the show off with almost with MVP versus Brock Lesnar. So, I don't think anybody had any hopes for this match being good. Um, I'm surprised that they are going, they went through with this match, and here we are. We're finally here. Let's see how bad it was. Almost screams, hits Brock a few times, and then gives him a big old hug. Brock hits a couple German suplexes, one F5, and it is over, thankfully. Boring match. Crowd seemed to be into it, though. They like seeing Brock Lesnar do the Brock Lesnar things and the German suplexes and all that, so match was, I don't know, 3 out of 5 out of 10 for the match, but the moment was, it wasn't as egregiously terrible as I was expecting it to be. It was passable. It was passable. 3.5 out of 10, though. We got the Fatal 4-Way um tag team showcase match natalia and shotzi versus rodriguez and morgan versus deville and green versus Shayna baszler and ronda rousey chelsea hits a nice dive to the outside onto everybody then raquel power bombs her partner live out of the ring onto everybody that was awesome thumbs up for that spot right there Natalia applies a double sharpshooter because that's just what she does now. It doesn't look as good as it sounds. Liv hits the oblivion. Shayna tags herself in, hits the knees on Liv, and Ronda puts the armbar onto Shotzi. Shotzi taps out. Ronda and Shayna Baszler win. It was an alright match. Couple good spots there. Liv and Raquel were pretty darn good out there. I thought they were the MVPs. Um... Yeah, 5 out of 10, just kind of a, eh, it was fine, not not bad, not good. I predicted that Morgan and Rodriguez would get the win, but now in hindsight, pretty obvious that Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey were going to get the win, but I don't know, deep down in me, I still feel like the WWE really believe that Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez will be the next big stars, maybe, but I don't see it personally, but it is what it is. Bobby Lashley comes out to show off his Andre the Giant Battle Royale trophy, and that's it. He goes away. All right. We got a triple threat uh, Intercontinental Championship match. It is Gunter defending against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. So Titus O'Neil on commentary keeps asking for the police to be called because Gunter is assaulting his opponents. Um, made my wife laugh, so there's that. Drew and Gunter chop the shit out of each other. I mean... Wow, I, I'm, when I say they're chopping the shit out of each other, it's not just this moment, they're chopping the shit out of each other throughout the whole entire match. Crowd loves it, I love it, thumbs up. Sheamus hits a avalanche white noise and a Celtic cross power bomb, but Gunter kicks out of that. Sheamus and Drew trade finishers and near falls. 
Gunter swoops in with a powerbomb. Powerbomb Sheamus onto Drew and then gives Drew a powerbomb of his own. Pins and retains his Intercontinental Championship. Oh boy, those boys are going to be sore in the morning. My goodness, what a physical match this was. Beating the shit out of each other. All three just laying it in so heavy. The chops were ringing throughout the stadium. They were so loud. Forearms to the face, kicks to the face, you name it. Uh, Excuse me. Sheamus looked like ground beef out there at the end of it. His chest was just so red. It was red basically after the first chop, but we had about 10-15 minutes more of chopping and just ass kicking. Great match. 8 out of 10. Predicted that Gunter was going to win, and I was right. Asuka versus Bianca in in the uh, Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka comes out with a bunch of clones of herself. They're all wearing her mask. One of the masks almost fall off of one of the women's. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Bianca comes out with the Divas of Compton. They have a really nice dancing segment. All the girls have their hair done up like Bianca. I thought that was a really cool uh, little entrance there. The match begins. Bianca hits Asuka with a really gnarly powerbomb on the outside onto the floor. I mean, oh my goodness, that looked like it hurt. Thumbs up for that. Bianca hits a impressive slash scary deadlift superplex slash brain buster on Asuka. Like, oh man, that thing, that thing had me go, oh god, like I thought they were going to break their freaking necks for a second. They hit it. It's a thumbs up, but that was scary as hell a little bit. Asuka uses Bianca's hair to pull her into a code breaker. That was, that was cool. Asuka misses the mist, but catches Bianca into the arm bar. Bianca deadlifts her way out of the arm bar, gets Asuka into the KOD pins, and retains her championship. Wow. Great performance from both women. I mean, Asuka laying in those stiff kicks all match long. I mean, you could just hear the thuds on on impact on every kick. Just so good. Um, good technical wrestling throughout. I thought that was really well done. Bianca's strength on display throughout was absolutely unbelievable. That superplex was crazy. The deadlift finish was out of control. I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Crowd was pretty split in between uh, Asuka and Bianca. I would have, I think they were cheering for Asuka just a little bit more, which is um, a little bit surprising because they've been trying kind of hard to get Asuka into a heel role, but crowd was still loving her. Ref, oh man, the referee in this match was really annoying. She was talking a lot throughout this match. Like every other second, I swear she was getting down there and you can see her talking with Asuka or Bianca, letting them know how much time they got left regardless whatever she was doing it was way too much it was really distracting to me and i wish the storyline leading up to this match was done better it's just the they didn't do a really good job adding in a lot of hype or heat to this match but they delivered with this match i thought the match was good seven out of ten i predicted that oscar was going to win and i was incorrect honestly i think i think oscar probably should have won this match but it is what it is And now, oh boy, here we go. We got The Miz and Snoop Dogg. They announced the attendance again. Plus, Snoop Dogg has a special guest this time. It's... Here comes the money. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. It's Shane McMahon, okay? It's Shane McMahon. Uh, Snoop makes Miz fight Shane McMahon in his nice suit. The match begins. Shane throws his, his terrible punches. And then 
he goes for a uh, he jumps over the Miz and he goes down and he blows out his fucking knee or he blows out something in his leg. He's down. He is down. Like father like son. Like this is hilarious. And then here he comes to save the day. It is Snoop D-O-double-G, baby. This dude comes in. He just, like, everyone's like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, this is bad. Like, And Snoop Dogg just comes in. He's like, I got this, player. He clocks the Miz, punches him right in the face, punches him again. He just sets off. He just starts the match between the Miz and Snoop Dogg. Hits the, hits the Miz with an elbow, the people's elbow. And, dude, when Snoop Dogg runs the ropes, like... He hits the rope. The way he hits the rope, that is ingrained into my brain for the rest of time. That was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Triple thumb thumbs up for Snoop Dogg in this moment, saving WrestleMania from disaster. Way to go, Shane McMahon. You blew out your knee. You can't wrestle. Stop trying. Oh my God, that was amazing. Now we move on to Edge versus De- uh, the demon Finn Balor in Hell in a Cell. So we start with some really cool entrances. The Edge... Edge comes out as Brood Edge with the with the cool skull helmet he's got wearing, but we don't have the Brood music. So I'm let down by this. It's not Brood Edge without the Brood music. So it's just Edge. Finn comes out. He's got the demon paint job. It looks freaking awesome. He's got some purple smoke stick things. I don't know. They're shooting out smoke. Looks pretty cool. And he's got like these spikes on his head. It looks awesome. The entrances, both of them were awesome. Thumbs up for that. Finn even painted some weapons, his favorite colors. He's got purple and red chairs and kendo sticks. He's got all those laid out underneath the ring. Aw, Finn, that's so cute. Finn diving. Uh, Finn hits a diving drop kick on Edge through a table. That was awesome. He sent Edge just flying into that table. Awesome spot. Thumbs up for that. Finn throws a chair at Edge, and Edge responds by throwing a ladder at the, at the head of Finn Balor and Dude. Finn takes that ladder so hard off of the head. That was incredible. Double thumbs up for that spot right there. Finn is busted open pretty badly. Edge hits the execution off of the ladder. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Finn climbs up the cage a little bit. Goes for the coup de gras on Edge through a table. But Edge moves and Finn crashes and burns through the table. Edge hits the spear and a concerto. Pins... And wins. Oh, wow. Uh, might have been the best ladder headshot I have ever seen in my life. You have to go and see, look at that ladder headshot. It was amazing. It was so good. It was like Edge just whipped it at him so hard and fast. Finn just didn't have the reaction time to get his hands up in time. He just takes that ladder right off of the skull. So, so amazing. I loved it. And honestly, this match was basically a TLC match in a, in a Hell in a Cell. Like, they got the ladders, they got chairs, tables, they did everything with the weapons. Some solid high spots there. Like, Finn Balor climbing up the cage was pretty alright. He didn't get, like, all that mu- all that much more high climbing the cage than he did off the top rope. But it was cool. It made the crowd pop. Uh, they didn't leave the cage, though, for any big spots. No climbing on the cage, no leaving the cage for any reason, so so that didn't happen. There was no outside interference with anybody, which I thought was actually kind of refreshing. And I think Finn should have gotten the win here, honestly. I mean, Edge, I love Edge. He's probably top one or two favorite wrestlers of all time, but 
I think I think they should have gave this to Finn Balor. Like we haven't seen the demon come out in a long time, and when the demon comes out, I think Finn Balor should get the win. He doesn't win as the demon really anymore. That's that's kind of over, but it was still a really good, entertaining Hell in a Cell match. Going to give it a seven and a half out of ten. I predicted that Finn Balor was going to win, and I got that wrong. We get the uh, 2023 Hall of Fame inductees. They come out to say hello, as is tradition. And then we move on to the main event. The main event that I guess everybody's been waiting for. It's not the main event we wanted. I mean, the one that we all wanted was Roman Reigns versus versus Sami Zayn. But we're getting Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa for the Undisputed Universal Championship. We got a lovely piano performance for Roman Reigns for his entrance. It was fine. There's like seven pianos out there. Yeah, it was all right. Cody has his family in the front row watching. Solo, during the match, he sneaks in a little chair shot to Cody's ribs while the referee is distracted. Referees were absolutely clueless tonight. Roman tries to pile drive Cody through the announce table, but Cody Rhodes flips Roman over through the table. Solo gets caught by the referee, and he finally gets ejected. Thank God. Rhodes reverses a Superman punch into a pedigreed. Oh, wow. We got a near fall right there. Ref gets kicked in the face and falls out of the ring. He's just, he's dead. He's done. Usos run down to assist Roman. They hit a 1D on Cody. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens arrive to take out the Usos. Crowd's going fucking nuts. Stunner on Roman and a Haluva kick. Slow cover pins and Roman kicks out at two. Boo. Cody hits two crossroads, goes for a third. Heyman distracts the referee. Solo appears, hits Cody with a Samoan spike. Roman hits a spear, pins, and Roman retains the championship. Net yet again. 945 days. Roman Reigns continues to be the champion. Ah, oh, god damn it. And you can collectively hear the air leaving the stadium as everybody is just hearts are broken right here. Hearts are broken. Roman wins yet again. Match was solid overall. I mean, using all the standard gaga spots, the ref bumps, Heyman interfering, Solo interfering, Usos running down, Sammy, Kevin all running down to interfere. It was I mean, it was all going to happen. We all saw it coming from a mile away. The crowd was electric th throughout, but uh, that finish was extremely unsatisfying. <laughs> crowd wasn't into that at all. I mean, I mean, it was the usual bloodline finish. Again, I'll say the spear is one of the most unsatisfying finishes for me. Every time, if I when I see Roman win with the spear, I'm just like, ugh. It's so just. It's the most generic fucking move, man. It's so lame. Uh, but the match I thought was fine overall. It was a long match. Gave him a lot of time. A lot of um. A lot of emotions, but it definitely didn't have it definitely didn't have the heat that Roman and Sammy had. I mean, Cody Rhodes, he he only just returned at the Rumble, so he didn't have the time that Sammy Zayn did uh, to build this storyline. But I thought they did a good job. I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Predicted that Cody Rhodes was going to get the title. I was wrong. And yeah, man, lots of us were hoping for a changing of the guards. We're hoping that Cody Rhodes was going to become champion, but. Yeah, it definitely left a bit of a sour taste in the mouth, I imagine, of a lot of us for the ending of WrestleMania. We would have really loved to see Cody Rhodes as the champion, but I don't know. All I can really say out of the out of that ending is that 
Maybe the door is still open now for Sami Zayn to win that championship. That door is still open for Sami to get to get the title off of Roman because that's that is the key it is for Sami to get it off of Roman. Like it's it's not going to feel the same if if Sami won the title off of Cody Rhodes or anybody that wasn't Roman. So that door is is still open for me in my mind. The second night though overall, I thought it was definitely a step down from night one. It wasn't bad. Uh, slow start though to the show like why why are we starting with almost Lesnar I mean not the match I would have picked it was definitely it was definitely the worst match of the night worst match of the whole Wrestlemania just it just wasn't a Wrestlemania caliber match man like it, even in the ring like the in-ring stuff it was very standard very generic kind of boring the like the name of almost just isn't there like people don't know who almost is he's a big big impressive looking man but he can't wrestle and like dude you had Bobby Lashley just sitting there like why Bobby Lashley was even here like I was honestly shocked shocked that Bobby Lashley didn't come out and do anything I thought that I thought someone else I thought almost was just going to kind of be there and then someone else would come out and they'd have a real match but no like like that's a money match right that's a mania caliber match Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar that is a Wrestlemania caliber match Brock Lesnar versus almost like what the fuck and it was what the fuck. That's exactly what it was. It wasn't good. But there were some really good matches there. I mean, they had a really good string of matches, starting with that uh, triple threat Intercontinental Championship match. I think that would be my personal favorite one for this night. Um, I had a lot of expectations going into that match. I'm a huge fan of all three of those, Sheamus, Drew, and Gunter. I love their little their little fight that they've been going on for the last few months. And they delivered, man. They they really did. They just they gave me exactly what I was expecting. Not much more, but definitely not less. So I would say that was my favorite one of the night. But they went on a good streak there. Like, then they had the Hell in a Cell was really good. The Snoop Dogg moment was fucking... That might have been the best moment of the whole damn night for me. That was spectacular. The the Shane McMahon stuff, yeah, that was really funny, like I said. Um, Snoop Dogg might have been... <laughs> he saved WrestleMania, man. Thank God Snoop Dogg was there because... I don't know if someone called an audible or if Snoop Dogg just went out and did that on his own, but fuck yeah, that was awesome. The ending, though, like I said, left left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth for WrestleMania. They're, they're not always going to give us everything that they wanted. I think it was a good blend of uh, giving the people what they wanted in this WrestleMania, but also not being overly predictable because that's what you want out of a good WrestleMania. You want to you want to go in there not really knowing 100% who's going to win the matches. You want to go in there like 50-50. You want to be like he could win, but oh man, he could win too. And I thought they did a pretty good job overall leading up to WrestleMania. Some of the storylines, you know, definitely didn't have the build up uh, in comparison to the Bloodline storyline, uh, nothing was even close to getting to that level of storylining, story storytelling. There you go. But um, I thought it was a really fun WrestleMania overall. Night two, I'm going to give a six and a half out of ten. I got two out of six right on on night two. Seven out of eleven overall for WrestleMania predictions. And I thought overall. Night one and two overall, I thought the whole entire show, the whole entire weekend was well worth my time. I watched all of it. It's a very, very long show. It spans over a whole weekend, and I enjoyed it, man. I I know, was it the best WrestleMania ever? No, it wasn't the best WrestleMania ever, but I thought it was good. I had a lot of fun. 
I, I didn't feel bored, honestly. I never, I never felt bored. It flowed really well. Like when it was over, I was like, oh wow, we're, we're already at the end. Like it wasn't like dragging on, at least for me. Um, I imagine it was probably dragging on for people in the crowd. I definitely saw some yawning going on in the crowd, which is understandable. It's a very, very long day and you're kind of trapped in your seat. You can't go anywhere. Like I'm at home. I can sit, I'm go get pizza and have ice cream. It's awesome. I had a great weekend. It was so much fun. Really enjoyed WrestleMania this year. Uh, what'd you guys think of WrestleMania? Uh, excuse me. How'd you do on predictions? I beat my wife in predictions, so now she has to buy me ice cream. So that's awesome. I was a little bit surprised with some of the winners, like Edge. I uh, really thought that Finn should have won that match, and I really thought that Rey Mysterio would have done the job for his son. But good chance that that's not over. I hope they continue on. I hope that's kind of this is kind of just the beginning of the Dom and Rey Mysterio rivalry. I hope it goes on, gets really, really ugly. We get that mask versus career match or something like that. That's what I'm hoping for. But yeah, man, I had a really good time with WrestleMania this year. Really fun. And um, I would recommend you watch it. I mean, if you have the time to watch it, yeah, man, watch it. I had a lot of fun. I watch WrestleMania every single year. Always going to watch WrestleMania because it's so much fun. And yeah, I mean, hopefully next year we can get Sami Zania or KO Mania, one of the two. I'm feeling like this is something they have long-term booked. Like, this is something they're not ready to pull the trigger on just yet because of the Cody Rhodes dilemma. Cody Rhodes had to be here. Sometimes this stuff happens. I mean, sometimes we get wrestlers just get extremely popular. Uh, before WrestleMania, we had um, uh, Kofi Mania a couple of years ago. And this time we had Sami Zania and... KO Mania and um, maybe next year but uh, overall I thought it was good what do you guys think what was your favorite match what was your least favorite match of the weekend and where do you think we're going to be going on to I mean Monday Night Raw is a big event as well the Monday um, the first Raw after Wrestlemania is almost in a, in a way a little bit of a pay-per-view in itself we usually see a big debut maybe a big return so usually something big goes down on the first Monday Night Raw after Wrestlemania so that's going to be a lot of fun and so next weekend, I'm going to be doing the wrestling award show. We have uh, the the cutoff is officially over. All the matches that are going to be in contention for match of the year and all the wrestlers, everything is 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 locked up now. Uh, going to go through all the awards this week. I'll give out all the awards on the weekend. Probably going to be doing it for Sunday or Monday this coming weekend. I'll do the wrestling awards. So. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. And that'll basically be the beginning of uh, the next season of this podcast. We're just about done um, one season of this podcast, I guess, if, if that, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, be on the lookout for the Wrestling Awards show next weekend. Um, there will be, a, I don't think I'm going to be doing a GamerCast this week uh, just because it's just been a little bit too hectic of a week. I have one ready to go, but I might just uh, rather, I'll put it out when I when it's ready to go out, alright? So just stick around with the podcast. Thank you everybody so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed your WrestleMania weekend like I did. I had a blast. It was so much fun. If you got to check out the Ring of Honor Supercard, let me know what you thought of that. Like I said, I didn't get to watch all of it. I watched from the ladder match on word so anything that happened before the ladder match i didn't get to see it just yet but uh it looked it was really good from what i watched really really entertaining especially um fucking claudio and um eddie kingston man oh oh that match oh baby anyway 
Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Let me know what you thought of the weekend overall, and we'll be back again on Wednesday with your hockey cast. Be on the lookout. I might throw out the Mass Effect gamer cast at some point here and uh, we'll be back again with the wrestling recap on the weekend wrestling award show on sunday so be on the lookout stick around with this podcast and you guys are awesome have yourself a lovely day and uh enjoy some wrestling